0: The Spanish Announce Table.
1: So what have you been up to? You know, we didn't do much this weekend. Um, we had another Swim Trunk soccer game. Uh, swim Trunk is my son for anybody not in the know. It's a little inside joke on his name there. Um, he, uh, they won 2 nothing, and he had the assist on both goals. Uh, you know, team player as yeah. he is. Um, and um, so the practice before that game was supposed to be on Labor Day. And the initially, coach was like, well, sure, we'll still have a practice. Don't – and no pressure on anybody, right? Just come on out if you, if you got time. And we went out there, and we're, I'm standing around for about 10 minutes, and nobody's showing up. So I'm like, did I miss something? He said, cool. And then, like, I look on the, the messaging app where they message everybody. And he said – earlier that day, he said, oh, I got to cancel. Uh, and I was like, oh, crap, we came out here for no reason. And then so they won the game, and I was like, hey, swim trunk, if you'll notice, I led practice on Monday. And you guys won the game. I'm taking full credit for it. And he was just like, right. And I was like, hey, tell me I'm wrong. I led practice. Wins a win. I led practice. So Hmm. So there's that. And then, um, you know, we did a lot of stuff around the house, man. We've been catching up on home improvement projects that we've been neglecting for a while that have been half done. Uh, We're the Mm -hmm. king of that, right? We'll start 14 projects and finish one of them in a month, you know. Uh, Oh, yeah. And then I think uh, some of the highlights was finally seeing uh, Patrick Mahomes leading the Chiefs. Uh, That was a fun game to watch if you watched that football game, that NFL uh, hand egg game.
0: I did not, and I can tell you why. Well, I'll tell you why when we get to what I did this weekend. Okay. But I I was unable to uh, watch that game, and I was – it was hard.
1: Okay. Yeah, the highlights uh, of it, though, I'm I'm assuming you saw. That was a fun – Yeah. Not to make this an NFL podcast, but uh, – It's been a long anticipation for us Chiefs uh, fans, if you're a Chiefs fan. Um, Who did they play this week? They, they play, play Pittsburgh, at Pittsburgh. And you know very awesome. well yourself that Le'Veon Bell is is yeah. uh, not there. Fucking they took him off the, they yeah. Took him off. The, yeah.
0: My fucking first overall pick in fantasy football fucking lays <laughs> an egg and just says, <laughs> yeah, it's just suck it. And then my second pick was Carson Wentz, and he's still hurt.
1: Yeah, hmm but you know who won me? I won picked, this week. You okay. picked Carson Wentz, Eric Berry, Le'Veon yeah. Bell.
0: <laughs> All the hurt ones. No, right. So those were my first two picks, and it sucked. But I did win in fantasy football this week. And you know who was the deciding factor for me? Who's that? Alex Smith of the Washington Racial yeah, Slers.
1: right. Yeah, he, he did have himself a good game, too. Although yes. I did I did catch – they were comparing those numbers, right? They're like, yeah, Patrick Mahomes did a, a thing, but uh, – uh, uh, Alex Smith did a, a great game as well cuz he had high numbers and then somebody brought up that like he only had two of his completion passes went further than 10 yards and they were like yep that's Alex Smith that's yeah that's the the one we
0: remember yeah but if i'm if i understand correctly and again we'll get off the football topic here in a second but one of those touchdown passes that Mahomes had oh, was just them. one of the right but yeah. they were just one of those like I got it. I just toss it in front yes. of me. Tyreek Hill is a cheetah and he literally just runs past right. and grabs the ball and runs it in. So that's a handoff. I so think
1: it. I think they can change the rule to more accurately describe what that play is by saying anything that is is in the pocket should be less a, than a yard. Should be a run. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anything, anything that's still if the running back and the quarterback are both still inside the pocket, I don't care that he tossed it to him. That's a handoff to me. And it yeah. should still be a fumble if they drop it. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because you're still run blocking. They weren't yep. set up in pass defense for for well, those kind he, of plays. So.
0: Yeah, and I know he's pa- passing it forward. But take, for example, when they do a toss sweep. Right. I mean, he, he's tossing it farther in a toss sweep than he is with this little, right. uh, I don't yep. know, juggling act. Yep. And,
1: Anything so, in the pocket yeah. should be called a toss.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So anyhow, yeah, the Chiefs won. Now they play the Steelers uh, next week. Ben Roethlisberger rapes women, doesn't tip. Uh-huh. He can suck it. Right. Uh, don't like that guy. Uh, he won't even pay for the cover to get into bars. Now That was a few years ago, but still that follows you and you're a jerk. Yeah. You're a jerk. Allegedly. You're a jerk.
1: Yeah, because this is repetitive instances of, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you know, I can, even if you did something really bad, if you've years have gone by and you haven't done something since and you've tried to clean up your image and you do stuff in the community. I'm like, okay, we'll move on. Right. We won't just keep addressing it. Right. Uh, and, and we'll let you make a mistake and move on. But yeah, this guy finds ways to prove that he's still a douchebag, Right.
0: Yep. Yep. Exactly. All
1: right. Well, so that was mostly mine, right? We watched uh, the chiefs win. We watched K state get their Oh, just get outclassed. Look like a JV team they went against Mississippi State And just undersized Across the board so that was Depressing that was you know that was my weekend Was was a mixed bag of football watching And then home stuff and you know Pretty lazy easy Weekend what about yours
0: Friday night saw the nun Have you heard about this movie yeah I've heard about it From from the Conjuring series Not that great Conjuring's awesome I don't like scary movies right okay So let's just lay the foundation here Don't like them now why
1: are, are they the same reason? I just,
0: I, I just find that the story is not that great. And, and it's just scary. a, yeah, it's just a, oh, okay, cool. You, right. Yeah. You, you startled me. That's great job. Guy or woman. You, you startled me. Now I'm awesome. Uh, however, the conjuring was a good story. I like the story of that, right? right? Allegedly it's true. Whatever. Anyhow, the conjuring is really good. The nun is a spin-off, I think, or maybe a prequel to the conjuring. Okay. okay? Uh, Thought it was all right. Uh, the the action, uh, some of the story didn't make sense. It was a little bit too A B C. So we saw that on uh Friday night. That was good. Saturday went up uh to Glory MMA and Fitness. Did three rounds to see how the shoulder was of sparring. Two rounds with Anthony, who has a fight coming up on the twenty second. That sucked. Yeah. He. He, first round he just was like hey let's break a sweat right because it was first round for both of us and he would have been grappling beforehand uh i was just showing up like so i was completely you know mm, yeah, creaking he's and cracking warmed
1: up he's loose. yeah he's
0: warmed up i'm still trying to touch my toes you know it was one of those things so he didn't do much he, he just jabbed me a couple times right. the third round second round i went with this really tall guy which tall guys i just suck with i just i don't i don't the the motion of punching up just is is so awkward for me. Right. So tall guys, I just hit them in the sternum a lot. They hate that too. They're like, that's what you hear a lot. You just <laughs> so it's fun Hu-uh! for me, right? Yeah, just Hu-uh! you know. Hu-uh! But I can't. I don't want to hit their head because I don't want to punch up. It's so weird. The guy was like six three, maybe six four. So wow, he was too yeah, tall. Tall. But, but anyhow. uh, that was that third round then. Anthony put it on me. Just kicks, kicks, kicks. He is—he probably has the best kicks in MMA. He uses his kicks like a jab. It's so incredible. So that was my Saturday. Then my Sunday, the reason why I didn't uh, watch the Chiefs game is I watched the football to stay up on the fantasy football. But then at 3 o'clock, which was kickoff for the Chiefs, I went up back to glory, and I sparred five rounds with Anthony, and he beat the fuck out of me, man. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. like again, first round, you know, and he was doing like private sessions beforehand. So he was warmed up again. I'm still trying to touch my toes kind of thing. Second round, he starts turning up third and fourth round. Fuck me, man. It just, you know, it was like
1: he's a a, a machine. And for anybody who's maybe new uh, to our show or just doesn't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Anthony Sharkbait Gutierrez. You can look him up uh, MMA and pro wrestler. Uh, and good at fight. both. Yeah, he's a professional fighter uh, and former roommate of Tom over here, and and yeah. just good friend of the show. Been on several times for us, uh, and just uh, a specimen. The guy lives and breathes this athletic activity.
0: And what was sad is he wasn't going hard. That's really depressing. Oh no, he's taking it easy on his friend. I know. <laughs> yeah. That's what was depressing. Is I was like, ah. I'm I'm trying at max effort because of my out of shape, rusty ass, and he's going maybe forty-five percent. I maybe pushed him to sixty-five percent. There was probably two different times where I was the aggressor landing maybe some good jabs, but for the most
1: part. How does your ass uh, get rusty?
0: Well, you sit on a couch.
1: Yeah, right. Wet? You sit on a couch. (laughs) Yep.
0: Yeah, you get out of the shower. You 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 dry your ass on the couch uh-huh. and then you stay there because well look at that TV show that seems really yeah. interesting
1: and when you have buns of steel and it's wet and you sit on the couch yeah rust and you got a rust and then you
0: ass. do that yeah you do that for eight to nine months and then a rusty ass and then you He's go here. well this yeah <laughs> you're like well this ass has to get up and so you're like well now the ass needs to be active and then you get in there and you go oh I got a rusty ass. <sighs>
1: Yeah, that's the worst. That's got to be your wrestling gimmick name, right?
0: Hey, speaking of... uh, yeah, Rusty ass. Let's go with that. Speaking of wrestling gimmicks, let's get into the news real quick. Yes. Uh, Got a quick headline here. Dwayne The Rock Johnson's daughter, Simone Johnson... Yep. ...has reportedly begun training at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. Now, this is according to Ryan Satin. I don't know how to say his last name. Yeah. of pro wrestling sheet he i've seen his name a few times mm-hmm. sometimes he's on the money sometimes people are telling him to piss up a road so who knows but this was also reported by other right outlets so it looks like this one might be a little bit more legit mm-hmm. but yeah uh dwayne the rock johnson's daughter simone johnson maybe she could be the rusty ass right the she people's
1: could be the, rusty the ass. people's
0: champ and then the rusty ass i don't know but that would be the first in i think because I don't know everyone's history. Mm-hmm. I would believe, is that fourth. the first fourth-generation wrestler? I know. Well,
1: yeah, wrestler, yes, because Shane McMahon has claimed that fourth-generation moniker before, but it's just being in the business, right? Fourth-generation right. yeah, yeah, yeah. business. Um, yeah. But, yes, I definitely, that, I, that at least no name fourth-generation wrestler. I don't right. know. There's not a whole lot of thirds to begin with. Oh yeah, um, you you know got, I
0: mean? yeah. Because you got Orton,
1: right? Yeah, was Rock. Orton the third?
0: I think so. Yeah, because his grandfather was a wrestler, right? And then Cowboy Bob Orton, then him, right? Wasn't that? A- yeah, I think so. what was his
1: grand? You're right. Yeah, because that was the whole deal with legacy, right? Was that they yeah. were?
0: Right. Yeah, they're all some type of yeah. DiBiase,
1: Ted DiBiase was a third generation. Yeah,
0: Ted DiBiase's the Million Dollar Man's. Uh, but the Million Dollar Man's father died in the ring. Right, remember that? Yeah. Well, you right. don't remember, that,
1: so we No, were I don't alive, remember. That. But oh, yeah, and then um, uh, uh, Curtis Axel is a third generation. Yeah. Uh, right. Larry so the Axe. yeah, and- Manu was a third generation also when he was doing that uh, with with Legacy. Yeah. So there's some there's some sprinkling in there, but yeah. So the the chance for a fourth generation hasn't you know is only now really presenting itself. Yeah, uh, because they're uh, she's done
0: some. Yeah, she's done some other stuff. I think she was the Golden Globes uh, ambassador of last year's ceremony. So I don't know exactly know what that means, but she was rubbing shoulders with TV and movie elites. So that has to do something for you. Obviously, The Rock is the second highest paid actor in all of television. The highest paid actor in all of movies. Uh, so he has connections, so obviously, who's won with in the, all of television. Uh oh god! I think it's the dork from uh Big Bang. I think he's number one. Uh, what's yeah. his name? Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know his real name or even his name on that show, but he's the, the dork from the the guy who plays uh. Bazinga. It, Sheldon, right? The Bazinga guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I, yeah.
0: I don't think yeah. Sheldon sounds right. I thought his name was Bazinga, but apparently that's not. I don't watch that's the show. What
1: says yeah. I don't watch the show either. I don't unless watch the show, a, Paul. Why would I watch the show?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, unless uh, what's her name's on the screen. I will watch if she has a scene. Mm. The pretty uh blonde the rusty girl. Ass. Yeah, yeah uh, the rest. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that is neat. Um it'll be interesting to see if she's you know, makes anything out of this because uh yeah, well, what, what I saw was time. working out at the performance center, right?
0: Yeah, and what a perfect time Uh, I mean, this couldn't have been more perfect with all this women's revolution and women main eventing SmackDown, women main eventing Raw, women having their own pay-per-view. I mean, right now, more than ever is the perfect time to say, well, I'll throw my name in there, right? I mean, because this isn't the uh, late 90s, early 2000s, where Simone has to do a bra and panties match. Like, she can actually wrestle and not have to feel violated in any way.
1: Yeah, she's not going to have coconut uh, shell bra, Coming right, out yeah. there, right. So, right. Well, I mean, uh, she might, but she doesn't hey, have to. I mean,
0: right, exactly. Right. She doesn't have to be a stereotype. She can be herself or she can play onto the lineage of her family.
1: She can be a I stereotype hope, by choice. Yeah, exactly. To, right?
0: I hope she uh, plays a little bit up on the Rocky Johnson side does a little bit more of the superstar stuff than the Samoan stuff. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the high chief, Peter via, we don't need to do that. Cause the rock tried that. So let's try it with the, the Rocky Johnson style where it's like, this is a superstar, superstar, Simone Johnson. And then she's out there, right. you know, You know what I do. I talk to the elites. I'm, I have connections. My dad can get me where I, I want. Even,
1: yeah. As or even that she'd come out heel almost from the start and be like, I don't care about my dad. You know what I mean? My dad skipped town and became a you know trying to trying to be a Hollywood movie star. The real athlete in my family was my grandfather, right? You know what I mean? She could just right. play into that. Yeah, that'd be fun. She could but yeah, be so, the Rock, you know what I mean? Because of Rocky Johnson, she could. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I from the pictures I saw, she's not rocked out, but you know.
0: But she's a bigger girl. Like she's yeah. really tall. She's got broad shoulders. She's probably super strong because of you know her lineage. Well, yeah, have uh,
1: you seen any of the old pictures of um, Nia Jax when she was like in mm-hmm. her modeling days? Yeah. It's kind mm-hmm. of a similar feel to that. Right.
0: Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But like I said, uh, better time or best time ever right now to try out women's pro wrestling.
1: Yep. Well, speaking of the women, uh, the new story I picked up on too, which is a pretty big deal. I mean, is Renee Young is now full-time uh, at the table commentator on Monday Night Raw. First ever woman to be full-time, um, at the commentary booth, uh, it's a big which issue. which
0: one tells me how much the Booker T slash uh, Jonathan Coachman sucked? Because the thing that pointed out to me, just glaring, it was so glaring to me. Is con- first off, congratulations for Renee Young. I think she deserves to be in a spot like that. I think there should be a woman on SmackDown as well. Because for as much women's wrestling is being featured. We need to hear from the women's perspective, right? It's kind of weird to have, uh, uh, I don't know, Byron talking to me about what Becky Lynch feels. You don't know. You've never been in that spot. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's different, we're different people, you know, genders make us act accordingly. So anyhow, but what the glaring, uh, stat to me, I guess is for lack of a better term is that, so Renee young goes full time, on Raw. And even though Corey Graves does Raw and SmackDown, where we could potentially, you know, give him a break once and one night a week, nope, we still keep him yeah. on double w- double duty and we take out Coach. Like that's well, how bad Coach
1: was. Well, here's why I think that is too, because uh Corey Graves is really good at something they want done that's not typical in real sports settings of your commentary booth right what you were told in any kind of journalism school no doubt because you went through that with me uh, to be in a situation like that if we're going to call a football game the, the the goal of the commentator is much like the goal of the official is that even though you're hearing my voice the whole time you shouldn't remember it it shouldn't be what sticks out about mm-hmm. the product right and Renee Young's doing an amazing job of that because when she first started dabbling in this like commentating thing they're putting on her putting her on NXT I remember thinking not so good at this now fine because it's it's like I don't notice it being bad and I don't notice it being you know what I mean like the 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 point of the show but in wrestling that's not the same they want a little more of that because it's storytelling right and that's mm-hmm. where Corey mm-hmm. Graves is the best out of any of them that they have on any show period for the storytelling part of of the aspect, right? You can say Moro and and Michael Cole are really good at their play-by-play, but when you want somebody mm-hmm. there spitting that story, Corey Graves can really get into that on the characters and get into more of the nuances and kind of have those funny quips, and that's where I wonder where like you said if she's also on SmackDown, will you lose that like aspect? Although maybe not because he's he's given Tom Phillips the business and Tom Phillips mm-hmm. is the play by play so he could just move that to Michael Cole cuz it's going to sound weird if he's ripping on Renee Young the whole time right i mean that's not going to go over well i don't think so a little bit of a balance they got to go with there but uh yeah i definitely think she's definitely good at what she's doing i've i haven't thought oh man Byron was so much better at this or whatever you know what i mean whoever it is right. uh Booker T or or coach or whatever <laughs> right um so no i think this is good and And, yes, WWE is always late to the party on this whole equality or women's thing. So that that it's taken this long is a bit of a, like, of course, WWE. But definitely good for her. And obviously this is something she's wanted for a while because she's been lobbying to do this for a bit. So good for her.
0: Well, but I just wanted – You know, you have Corey Graves on both shows. I think if you were going to make a switch of any kind, this is your opportunity to then create two different voices for two different shows. You know, again, with this brand split, it's supposed to sound different, but it won't sound different if Corey Graves is on both shows. Again, he does amazing, but Jonathan Coachman, he's been in the wrestling business for what? 10 years? Longer? And he still can't do half oh. as good as Corey Graves. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's how so bad you suck. Who's suffer. a
1: woman that could do that and be Corey Graves like to fill that role on SmackDown? That's not currently wrestling. Like, I think if somebody like Alexa Bliss could do that when she's done and retiring, uh, you know, well, those kind of things. But like, who? I don't know. Who's a quick yeah. wit and and can no. tell the story, right?
0: I don't know as far as that goes, but I know that the other female that they were given a tryout for, uh, during the mix match challenge was Beth Phoenix. So I don't know if maybe Beth Phoenix can get in there and I haven't heard her, but, Right, I've never I've never watched mixed match mixed match challenge, but when I was there for Smackdown and then they did the mixed match challenge, the three-person booth was yeah. Corey, Michael Cole and Beth Phoenix. So maybe Beth Phoenix can get in there and do it. Yeah. I mean there's plenty of you know another good person that could have filled that role, uh but she's no longer with the company. and will probably never come back, but AJ Lee would have been great,
1: yeah. right? Yeah. She was very witty. See, that's it. You find somebody who's a wrestling fan. Because that's what they tripped into Corey Graves, if we forget this, right? Like, Corey Graves, you can argue the best person they have in the commentator booth. Uh, You know, there's so many different variables at what each position does, so it's hard to kind of measure against each other, right? Like what Michael Cole does versus what Corey Graves does, completely different scenarios. And if you tried to (laughs) switch them, they'd both suck. So... You know what I mean? Well, maybe not. Maybe Corey Graves could do what Mike Cole does. But, uh, you know, it's just that, like, I, with Corey Graves, they they weren't, like, looking for this commentator. It was like, oh, you're hurt, you're injured, we like you. Here, why don't you try this? And they realized, oh, crap, he's really good at this, right? So Right, exactly. Right. So, so maybe we could find a female in that realm, too. That's what I'm saying.
0: Maybe we can find, again, the, the one that comes to mind, but sh- I don't think she'll ever return, would be AJ Lee. I think AJ Lee on SmackDown. Because yep. then that's where you can keep Byron and Tom, and then the heel personality is actually a female. <gasps> Crazy concept. They don't all have to be baby faces when they talk. Right. Uh, then you do AJ Lee to fill the Corey spot, And then on Raw, you have Renee Young. Corey Graves and then Michael Cole. And then now you have two distinct voices for two distinct shows, because when you do these dual branded pay-per-views, all I hear is Corey Graves throughout the entire night. Yeah. And that's like, I get it at one time, right? Cause you were low <sighs> on people because Booker T is very bad at his job, but now I don't know. That was my glaring admission again, Renee young. I think she's great. Uh, so far I haven't noticed anything really bad. I like her perspective on the women's wrestling. Yeah. She gives good insight. It makes sense because she's
1: a woman. Yeah. Uh, but there is that so too like that she's that. also not a wrestler. So yeah, she's a woman and she gives a different insight on the women's wrestling, but she's also not a women's wrestler. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm let's okay Let's find, that. maybe on SmackDown, let's find a women's wrestler, like you said, like yeah. a Beth Phoenix or an AJ Lee or a, right, yeah. who even, you know what I mean? They've tried Lita. to roll Lita. Yeah, they've tried to roll Lita in on those panels, but I've never really yeah, been she, impressed. She
0: ain't good.
1: Yeah, her, ain't sh- her promo skills have not improved over the years. You know uh, and, who would also be, huh.
0: be maybe good at that spot? Remember Ivory?
1: Yeah, yeah. Ivory, good, Ivory that's would be good. A, what, probably 40 years in the industry now for yeah. Ivory, you know what I mean? So, yeah, maybe so. There's And there's even some outside of the WWE umbrella that we may not even really be, uh, be right, on our exactly. radar. So, yeah, who knows. But good for her, definitely um, deserving, definitely can hold her own on there, definitely is doing a good job. So, congratulations to well, Renee Young.
0: Yeah, now let's get into your thoughts. What were your thoughts of the wrestling week in WWE and anything on the outside?
1: Uh, I did watch ROH um, also this week.
0: Really? Tell me about that.
1: They had a 30-minute Iron Man match between, um, I forget the other gentleman's name, but it was Jay Lethal and another guy, and that was good. Ended in a tie. Of course, they went to sudden death, uh, but really good match. Of course, Jay Lethal is just good, man. He's really good in the ring. Always fun to watch, right? If you're going to sit down and watch a wrestler, Jay Lethal is a good one to watch. Um, I, don't like, really finisher, I yeah. don't like his finisher though. I don't like his
0: finisher because the finisher requires the other guy to like put out his neck and then jump along. It's mm. it's like I you know obviously we're suspending our disbelief, but that one's a little too far fetched. Yeah. But yeah, he's great.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and it opened up like a brawl. Like they 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 literally start the show and they're like, oh man, these guys have been fighting in the back, and now all of a sudden they're like, we don't even know how long they've been fighting. So that was kind of a fun uh scenario it was briscoe and it was one of the Briscos, and then um uh, uh kazarian so again you're down for a good match there too still with the roh i'm kind of like ah eh, you know uh, sam roberts said it recently too where like they really are missing a few steps on the production right they've increased the mm-hmm. lights they're better at that but they still don't have that quite like if you would have caught this from this angle or if you wouldn't have missed this because you were switching cameras at the wrong time right like You guys got to know and think a a little bit further ahead of yourselves, I think. Um, But still good overall. As far as Raw, SmackDown, Raw felt really underwhelming, and SmackDown felt really fun. So there was the dichotomy, but I feel like that's nothing new over the last year or so, right?
0: Yeah, Raw, I mean, three hours. Another hour of just sitting through something is just harder in general. And it's no longer the show's title. It's no longer edgy, uh, unpredictable it's very yeah, segmented Smackdown it, it's, is
1: more raw than raw yeah is.
0: exactly but it's raw is very segmented it's like oh okay here's the elias segment oh okay here's the um uh ronda rousey segment yeah it oh, feels like we're back the, to prime
1: time wrestling right like this is, yeah
0: hey everybody right, right. right? like yeah, yeah here we
1: go. now
0: we're in this section uh yeah raw i mean they try i get that you know Again, I always go back to Stone Cold because I think he just changed everything for everyone. But it's so hard to top a Zamboni coming into the ring or a beer truck coming into the ring, right? So when uh, Roman Reigns throws Braun Strowman off the table through the whatever they have, you know, uh, catering or whatever. False
1: that they have there. Right, Right,
0: yeah. Like that's supposed to be cool, but we've are, we've maxed out with the coolness with stone cold, Steve Austin. And even, you know, some of the things John Cena did that this kind of felt like, ah, good try, good try. But I don't know. I, I feel like right now, thank God hell in the cell is first coming up on Saturday or on Sunday. Cause I feel like the intercontinental championships just lost. It's almost like, Oh, Hey, also Seth Rollins, a champion. I almost feel that a little way about, or a little bit about uh, Roman Reigns as champion, right? It's the Shield is being outnumbered by all the heels, and the babyfaces just don't care apparently. And what do they do? Not Roman Reigns is the champion. Seth Rollins is the champion. Here they are defending the titles, but they're also friends. Like it's a weird, it's a weird uh, position that they have. Um, and then yeah, SmackDown was so Raw was fine, right? Raw happened. Ronda Rousey. Uh, even on my worst day, I'm the best. Eh, Holly Holm and Amanda Nunes would <laughs> disagree.
1: Right.
0: Um, it's a little bit too soon to be calling yourself the best, you know, in that uh, realm. Right. Uh, but yeah, so that was fun. But yeah, SmackDown, right? Yeah, Woo. best television show going right now. God, you had, good. you had the thing you'll touch on with your favorite thing of the week was Samoa Joe. Uh, another awesome thing was the Becky Lynch just coming out of the crowd. Grab! I literally thought a a fan grabbed Charlotte initially. Yeah, and then I was like, "Oh, she's going with it, okay." But right. when she first got grabbed, I was like, what?" And then, yeah, and then Becky Lynch looking all hot, taking her <laughs> wig off and glasses off.
1: Speaking of, um, <laughs> let me pull this up here. Uh, if you uh, to our our new listeners, if you are on the Twitter, follow us at Table Show on Twitter. But also if you use hashtag tweet the table whenever you're watching wrestling or whenever you have a wrestling thought, we're going to read some of them on the show here. And, uh, at B underscore double underscore D says, even as a brunette, Becky Lynch is H a W T hot hashtag tweet the table. He's not. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's hard to, to boo someone that attractive. It really is. You know, it's like, You know, that's, again, going back to, like, why it's hard to feel sympathetic for Roman Reigns. He's a good-looking guy.
1: As a man, I'm jealous. And then with Becky Lynch, she's so pretty. I don't want to boo her. Like with Becky Lynch, it's one of those where you're like, wow, like, if I was trying to find a flaw, it would be hard, right? You're like, wow, okay. Well, when she was a person, you
0: know, well, when she was uh, a baby face and doing all the puns, you're like, ah, right. right? So she suckered you in with the like cuteness. And now she's doing all this heel stuff. And it's kind of one of those weird things. where like. Am I aroused? Like, eh, yeah, right. I might be aroused. Like, I don't want to be aroused because that's a very heelish thing you did. I didn't know this I about myself. <laughs> right. Yeah. Someone just told me I'm aroused, and I think I am. Like, it's so it's hard. And not to say other women aren't beautiful, right? Charlotte's beautiful. Sure. Uh you know, Bailey, Sasha, all of them are beautiful. But I'm just saying, with Becky specifically, it's just like, I don't know, because now I don't want
1: to I don't want to boo this. Right. <laughs> like, I don't want to boo this. Pretty cool. Right. Uh, I don't want to boo this I, unless she wants me to boo it. All right. Right, yeah. Uh, Is that what you want me right. to tell you? you? I'm like, oh, well. we can,
0: the can other thing, it. though, that I was going to bring up on uh, the week of wrestling, have you seen on Twitter? And if you haven't, you should get on Twitter right now and check it out. But have you seen this weird beef? And I'm not in the know, so maybe I'm getting worked. But there's a weird beef on Twitter between Cody Rhodes and then Bullet Club member uh, that, Tamatonga or however, let oh, me find okay. a,
1: yeah, what is it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about Tamatonga.
0: Tama yeah, and like there's this weird where Tamatonga and then Haku's son, or maybe that is Tamatonga again. I'm not in the know. I'm starting to like fill in the details uh, today. But they're like, hey, it's recruiting season, Bullet Club for life, and then Brandy Rhodes and Cody Rhodes are like, who are you recruiting for? The JV team? Like we're good here. And now they're going back and, like, they're calling each other, like, real names. Like, I believe Tom Otonga called him a pussy, called Cody Rhodes a pussy. And I get, like, in New Japan, they get away with a lot, right? Finn Balor was flipping off people, things like that. But uh, I I don't know if I'm being worked here or if it's a shoot because it feels really cool. And I like it. That was probably my favorite outside of the WWE thing that I noticed. And, again, I'm filling in the details. So, Kata and all you guys – easy on me here okay I'm trying Uh, but I thought it was really cool
1: yeah Um, let's kind of run down raw here too I'm looking back at the recap to make sure we hit on you know things that maybe we wanted to discuss but like the police angle that they ran with the shield bothered me a little because like I I want to even remove myself from this right I grew up in a policeman's family right but i think you could tell now you know you're watching wrestling and you know the the extras are always you know indie wrestlers right. but you can tell yeah. those are not police officers right like i don't care if they've got a police officer uniform on man but you've got a like a fat dude with a full beard and another guy and and nothing on their like uniform like guys you a little more effort right like, you couldn't have yeah. picked dudes yeah. that look like cops like the guy who was playing ambrose's uh, family member who's a cop. Oh, hell, maybe it really is this family member who's a cop. I don't. You know what I mean? Like, that fit a little more. That looked like a cop. But it's yeah. just a, a bit of a weird angle for me. I wish they would have taken yeah. a little more time on that.
0: So what I think with The Shield is we just need to get over this rebel anarchy group, right? Because they're acting too... Again, Raw doesn't feel raw. It feels very segmented. So, I don't fear or I don't anticipate them getting arrested. It just feels like Oh, Baron Corbin's telling them to do this. And then, I don't know. Again, I get that Ambrose has a relative, but when did Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose just wield the power to say, I'm going to arrest you. No, I'm not. I'm going to arrest you. No, I'm not. That felt weird. I don't know. I just, I don't like it. I'm not a big fan.
1: I mean, either. Yeah, you know, and and a shout out to a friend Dan the Cannon from old wrestling podcast that he used to do. He says one of the things he hated the most in wrestling were cops and lawyers, right? Because we're supposed to be suspending our disbelief, and man, you could arrest everybody in wrestling for what they do to each other, right? So All the, the cops time. and lawyers yeah. thing is really kind of now you're getting into this valley of of well, hey man, you know, like yeah, but what about? you know he All threw the, him other the stuff. floor earlier right like what are you talking yeah. about another thing that didn't kind of make sense to me again is this kevin owens thing now he's oh, suddenly mad at bobby lashley for no re- like well not no reason but now it's that instead and are we gonna see something with that because you're gonna talk about bobby lashley later but like where does that go like what are we talking about here
0: yeah, and I will get into more detail about what I liked uh, from Raw. My favorite thing was yeah. from Raw. It's the Bobby Lashley thing. But what didn't make sense, even though it's my favorite thing, is, okay, cool. Bobby Lashley now is going to start a program with Leo Rush as his manager. He didn't even, Leo Rush or Bobby Lashley, address that Kevin Owens wants to essentially kill him and that he's going right. to kill the roster because he hates him so much. He just went into, like, curls curls which i love like that was awesome the thing that right. doesn't make sense is kevin owens saying all oh, this blood is on your hands what why why now
1: Yeah. why now
0: yeah and sammy zayn has been hurt for how long and now all of a sudden you're upset that he's not by your side because of what bobby lashley did you went through a whole program where you're trying to run away from braun strowman did you not think then oh i'm mad at bobby lashley made no sense yeah he it felt like He was trying to make the best out of a bad situation if I'm breaking kayfabe. But, again, we're trying to stick to storyline. But from a storyline perspective, made zero sense. Yeah, none. None. none.
1: Uh, Another thing is we got uh, what – I may have changed my tune a little because we talked last week with the Authors of Pain and now having Drake Maverick as Mm -hmm. their manager. And we were like, you got to stop wearing the outfits. And he came out in the outfit again. And I was like, gosh, dude, you really got to stop it. And then I started to realize I was like, maybe not. Maybe I don't like it so much that it's better, right? I really want to punch him in the face now, right? Like, I yeah. really want to punch him in the face now.
0: It's Yeah, it's the little brother who dresses up like Big Brother, and everyone goes, hey, little brother, you're a dweeb. And he goes, really? You want to bring that up with my big brother? Right. And then, like, yeah, hey, easy, easy, Jeez. easy. Okay, everyone's friend.
1: <laughs> but and, he can't keep yeah, doing well, that. Like, if he's going to manage other people, what if he managed Alexa Bliss? Is he going to run out there in that outfit? Like, what is he going to do? I mean, it's
0: 2018 right. we'll he could. see yeah, he could. but but i do like it because the one thing that i said is dress him up in a suit well that's kind of cool right you know what i mean so dress him Especially up like he's a, dweeb. a good looking kid
1: you know yeah what that's mean? what i'm saying so, right. if you
0: dress him up like a dweeb well then i'll boo a little bit more but if he kind of looks like what i want to look like except for being three foot six you know hey yeah, I want to be this guy, but if you look like a dweeb, I don't want to be that guy. Look at him; he's wearing fucking uh, grenades on his chest, and he can't even throw one. You know.
1: Uh, another angle is uh, the Bobby Roode uh, Chad Gable thing. It looks like I don't know, man. It, they're already planting the seeds of Bobby Roode not liking this, right? So it feels like is this going to turn into a one-on-one battle, or are we going to see the return of both of their tag team counterparts? To kind of split into that because you've got James Storm and you got Jason Jordan that have both been kind of MIA for a while. I don't, you know, don't is know. James Storm with WWE? He's not with WWE, but he's a he's not tied to anybody else oh, long term either. I get what so, say. right?
0: No, I thought this is exactly how they started American Alpha.
1: Oh yeah, this is Absolutely literally 100 percent right
0: step for step except for instead of jason jordan it's bobby rude but it's the overeager chad gable saying how cool is this and then eventually we end up liking it so then we started chanting american gable or uh right. ready willing and gable right. and so they're just following the nxt blueprint of what got american alpha over except for now they're using an older better wrestler in bobby rude right. so Maybe they do that or maybe they just go very old school conventional and just say like, Hey, I don't like this kid. There's a DDT or maybe Chad Gable gets over obsessive like Mickey James did with Trish mm-hmm. and then turns heel from being like overzealous. You know, there's options, which is good, but yeah, it feels a little bit like we've done this before.
1: Uh, raw also gave us, uh, they drug Mick Foley out from behind the dumpster game. His first shave in a couple of years. It looks like, and then, uh, uh, threw him out there, although he gave a really damn good promo because that's what Mick Foley does. And we're going to talk more about that when we get into our third segment when I talk about my favorite thing in the week too. But, um, just well, he doesn't. Do what?
0: He doesn't, always, he doesn't always give a good promo. True, he doesn't always. As, right. That's what I'm saying. If we remember his time as raw general manager and his teeth falling out when he got too excited yeah. or forgetting who uh, people were, <laughs> He's not necessarily always giving the best okay. promo. No, he did great uh, this time. When
1: not regular week in, week out where he's got to be the major focus of it. Right. right. Well,
0: and what he does amazing, and again, it, it ran its course way too much when he was raw general manager, but what he's done amazing since his days in ECW is the, you don't know sacrifice, I know what sacrifice yeah. is. Right? Well, and like that's he, it. And I'll,
1: a, yeah, I'll get yeah into some of that too, but it's the feeling that he invokes. Yeah, exactly.
0: All the way back to Kane Dewey in ECW took this promo here. He does that authentic raw emotion for lack of a better term. And, And so he does that really well. And he did that really well with this. Although I will credit Elias in that as well for kind of saying like, Hey man, you did something cool once 20 years ago. I was in the crowd. It was cool. Then but look at you now. And I like that.
1: Yeah. Um, we got a triple H promo, which who cares? Yeah. And by the way, you double dork dweebs.
0: Why are you running a freaking super show, uh, thing in Australia? The night of Khabib versus Conor McGregor. Like, I know that not every wrestling fan is an MMA fan. Not every MMA fan is a wrestling fan. There's, you know, some, uh well, we don't know separation what was booked there. first
1: you know
0: well but still god dang man like i don't know you're WWE. Well, if they were they booked did. first
1: though then you'd say to ufc why did you book
0: you know cuz that that's going to be that's the event of the night you no know one that's what i'm saying if you're going to go up against now that we've had a few weeks if you're going to go up against Connor versus kabib give me something more than two over the hill non-storyline wrestlers wrestling for... Oh,
1: but that's not what quote, they think. Unquote, they think that's the draw. It's not the
0: last time... No, it's not the draw. It's not it,
1: the draw. They think it is. But it's not. Yeah, it is. They think, well, it, they're is. Mistaken. They think no, it is. they're a mistake. They We also got a Styles empty arena um, promo, which left me with empty feelings, too. He just doesn't move me, man.
0: Wait a minute. On SmackDown?
1: Yeah, on SmackDown.
0: On SmackDown, yeah. Right, no, right. I liked
1: it. I liked it. Why didn't you he's, like it? He's not good. He's, he's very good. He's, he's not as bad as the person I'm going to say. So don't take it this way. But he has a little bit of that Brie Bella rehearsed line problem. Mm. Right. I'll give you a little bit. Of right. It, yeah. And I just kind of lose it sometimes. Cause I'm like, dude, you've been doing this a long time. And this is one of your best friends. If you can't channel, like this is a real thing. You know what I mean? Like we're talking about your wife and your kid and your longtime friend, and you can't make this sound somewhat real. You don't have some real hostility towards Samoa Joe somewhere in you hidden somewhere that you can pull out for this. Like, you know, from back in the day, like nothing. Yeah. No, I, I think it, I,
0: I, I feel like it does come across as a real emotion, but I think it, and again, this fits his character a little bit. He is a nice Southern Country boy, yeah, you know what I mean. Nice yeah. southern country boys don't so, yeah. get some real crazy Mick it. Foley, right? Yeah. yeah, they're always like, for example, uh, I'm using an, a fighting reference here, but Matt Hughes, country. Hillbilly from Bettendorf, Iowa, the maddest he ever got. And this isn't a real fight is when someone said, I wasn't impressed by your performance. He goes, I guess I'll just beat you up next time. Like that's all he said. And it's because he's that, you know, that down home, I'm going to go grab the hay and chuck the corn. And that's what AJ Styles is. He wears a Georgia football hat and he has a mom haircut. Like he's not going to be this like, charismatic guy i mean he is in the ring like he's the best in the ring but as far as like again if we were to shoot this right if we were like this is a shoot and not i still think it i will give you it does sound a tad rehearsed but i if it was a shoot it would sound like he was just thinking about his words right that's true you know what i'm saying
1: yeah that's true too
0: he's just a country boy with you know, a PlayStation 4.
1: Speaking of words, Jeff Hardy told us all he's going to hell, I guess, in a promo that sounded like he was on more drugs than Aaron Rodgers. So there was that.
0: Good God. And <laughs> Jeff Hardy, you know, you want to talk about just someone that makes you scratch your head. How? How has he got through this <laughs> yeah. entire. He. The the most iconic thing he ever said was in a screechy voice at Undertaker after their ladder match, you didn't kill me or something like that. And Undertaker came back and then shook his hand and raised his hand and was like, this kid's crazy, right? Because he, you know, people are like, oh my God, I just don't want Jeff Hardy to do a swanton on the edge of the ring, as if that really is the hardest. I've put together hundreds of rings. It's just as hard anywhere else in the <laughs> fucking ring. Right. Goofballs. Anyhow. But we're telling Jeff Hardy, like, please don't do a swanton on the edge of the uh, ring. But you know what? He can't do anything else. <laughs> right. All he can do is close his eyes. And oh, man, he painted his eyelids <laughs> yeah. and then jump like
1: yeah. that's his bread and butter is, hey, yeah. cool art well, on and my he face. Ended it and it with, with, And then I'm going straight to hell. Enjoy the show. And I was like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> like that was really out of place. It was like, dude, what is out take of place? Yeah, he is out of place. Uh, and then we got Brie Bella and Maurice to end the show, which was, you know, uh, we haven't seen, I haven't seen Maurice in a while. So that was, yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Brie Bella and it's Maurice. Yeah. Maurice is a little out of practice. Yeah. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> little Credit bit. to her though. Credit to her. She looks phenomenal. I did yeah. not realize it's only been five months since her, uh, baby. Yeah. Good God.
1: Yeah. Well, at B double D, uh, or at B underscore double D, mentions that. He says, Maurice had a kid five months ago and looks amazing. I had a cookie 10 minutes ago and I look like a beached whale. Hashtag tweet the table.
0: Yeah. I look like Harry Yogurt and I just had shoulder surgery. This person produced another person and looks better than me.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see what else do we got uh, at Katie First Lady says if slash when Samoa Joe ever writes a book he should always read just like that hashtag tweet the table and it's great and I'm going to talk about that in my next segment so we don't have to hit that too hard but man uh, especially especially the AJ Styles promo seemed worse when you compare it to the guy he's fighting when he unleashed what he.
0: Yeah, unleashed. but that's a little bit. They had a little bit more. Yeah, totally different camera. angles, of course. Yeah, right. well, and a little bit more editing and some right. fun. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, right. Just the picture of him at the end with, his with wife, the wife and kids all smiling. Yeah. God, that was great. Oh, that yeah. was fun. See, and, and we're going to talk about it more, but it's eliciting emotion, and that's something that, that I'll hit on later in our second segment. But that's pretty much the gist of the things that, uh, oh, at the Iceman Forever says, damn, this stuff with Samoa Joe and AJ Styles is getting good. Uh, most definitely Iceman approved. Hashtag tweet the table. And at Tariq underscore mod says, Samoa Joe is a great nighttime storyteller. Hashtag tweet the table. Wanted to get a few of those in. Uh, remember, hashtag tweet the table on Twitter.
0: Um, anything else? Our- yeah, our funniest thing of the week though, and you sent me the oh, audio clip.
1: Yeah, here, I'll play it right here. <laughs> this is fun. So this is SmackDown. The bar is getting ready to take on who are they wrestling? I don't know. Rusev remember. Day. Rusev Day. Right. And then it, <laughs> the new day is out there on commentary. And first of all, Kofi's thing was really good too. That was the most personality I think we've seen out of Kofi at all. And when he was like hell in a cell or whatever, whatever he he's like you have to say it like that or it doesn't count uh uh-huh. just that was real fun stuff and then this happened can we talk about how biggie is actually making pancakes with the ingredients of pancakes the less said about that the better let's talk about the tag team match we're about to have if it right he now. finishes by the end of this match i'm gonna have some he, he, Me too. do you know another way to make pancakes other than with the ingredients to make pancakes <laughs> I, that, I see that and I was like, I hope they never split up Corey Graves and Tom Phillips for that yeah. reason, right? Like those guys just, they just play off each other so well.
0: Yeah. Corey Graves to me always felt like he uh, fits better on SmackDown because of the... between him and Byron seems fun and genuine and then the stuff between Tom and Corey seems genuine and then even Tom and Byron have a little bit of this weird Mm -hmm. like friendship but like he's a dork and they're both saying that about the other guy kind of thing going on Right. Uh, I like that the Rusev Day won over the bar I really thought that on Smackdown that's where we were going to see the dissension uh, and the crumbling of Rusev Day But they gave him the win, or they got the win, I should say. Mm -hmm. And I also liked how they got it. Uh, Aiden English sacrificed himself so that Rusev could get the win. I hope they play into that on Sunday. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a really, really uh, bright spot for SmackDown as well. Again, SmackDown, outside of the 2006 storyline between Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy, is just
1: awesome. Brie Bell and Maurice.
0: Well, but Brie yeah. Bell and Maurice are going into the Miz and right. Daniel Bryan story right. that I'm still invested in. The only thing that sticks out like a sore thumb is this very bored, super athlete, Randy Orton, and Mr. Jumps-off-of-high-things, Jeff Hardy, and, like, get out of here. Like, the high I thing
1: that jumps off-of-high-things. Exactly. Right.
0: <laughs> like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, and I don't necessarily dislike that they're on smackdown it's just not those two together yeah and not and nakamura on. is just like an afterthought he's supposed to be the united states of nakamura is fun let's yeah. run with that right he should have, he should have little uh little people i don't know if we can call them midgets anymore but we should have them uh little people and he should be the they should be the citizens of the united states of nakamura right. they should walk out with him uh, he I should am be a like american yeah, and he should have a flag,
1: and yes. they should
0: all be Nakamorans.
1: Proud and to be a Nak American.
0: Nak <laughs> right, American, yeah. Right. Look at these Nak Americans, and nice. they all just come out and they sing like "We are the world" or something. No, they gotta sing that. the
1: proud to be a Nak American," where yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I just know, I'm free. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a sing, like a knee to everyone's face. Right.
0: Exactly. What I need
1: to be. I'm gonna stand
0: up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: That's what I need him to in do. Kick a man in the face. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yes.
0: Like, yeah. screw off with this stupid Jeff Hardy Randy Orton thing. Let's run with the United States of Nakamura.
1: That's where we need to go. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, anything else before we cut out here? We got we to gotta talk about Hell in a Cell coming up.
0: Um, so yeah, We got to do our picks and favorite thing. But no, other than that, uh, I think we hit it all. I'm just really excited now about this United States of Nakamura thing. Get these old guys out of here. Yeah. Let's run with the with the stars. Yeah,
1: now we're recording on Wednesday night, so we haven't seen NXT yet. It, what, just finished or w- was an hour ago or something? So I haven't seen that yet, but SmackDown, I think, saved the week for me because I was like, oh, Raw. Eh.
0: Yeah, Raw is just, it's, it's hey, guys, doesn't everyone love The Shield? Yeah, but not this way.
1: Right, yeah, yeah.
0: I, think, right. we lo- I, I think we love The Shield when The Shield wrecks shit and, like, Causes havoc. We don't like the Shield again. Randy Orton, excuse me, not Randy Orton, but Roman Reigns is too attractive and too awesome to be sympathetic. And same with Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose is married to Renee Young. I don't feel sorry for that guy. No. And look at yeah, and look at Seth Rollins' abs. You know? Yeah. I don't feel sorry for that guy. But if they're wrecking shit, I'm like, okay, I like this. But don't make them sympathetic. They're too. Their life has been too great, even though we don't know what their yeah. life is.
1: Yeah, I'm it. not going to feel sympathetic that they almost got arrested by people that are half their size. Right, like, exactly. Like, I didn't yeah. think that was going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, well, that's my thoughts. We will take a break. We will come back to the Spanish Nouns table in a short break. We're going to talk about some Hell in a Cell.
0: Fun fact, Kane was the first masked WWF slash WWE champion. <laughs> Hey, this is hey, Kyle this O'Reilly. Is Kyle O'Reilly. You're listening to You're listening and loving and loving the Spanish announced table. Announce table. Did you see uh Mark Wahlberg posted his daily routine? Nope. He's full of shit. He yeah. is full You want me to tell you, here you go. Yeah. Wakes up. First off, what time do you think this fucking liar wakes up? Oh, Jesus.
1: I'm sure he said 3.30 a.m. 2.30. 30. 2 30. Oh, okay. Sure. 2.30 right. a.m.
0: Okay. 2.45 prayer time. I call bullshit. Wait, whatever. what?
1: Yeah. 2.35 prayer time.
0: 2.45. 2 45. So he 45. wakes up at 2.30. Wakes up at 2.30. 2.45. Yeah. Does whatever. 2.45 prayer. Okay. Fine. Okay. Sure. 3.15 Breakfast. I don't know how you pray. I don't know, but that seems kind of long. Whatevs, right? Yeah. Three forty-five to five fifteen workout. That seems stupid. Wait, say again. Three forty to five fifteen workout.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I could see that for a guy like that. I guess. No.
0: No. What are you doing? A hundred reps every time. Shut up. Uh, Your workout should be over an hour, even yeah, if you shouldn't ridiculous. be right.
1: It shouldn't be right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, at some point you're just you're you're hurting yourself more than you're doing any good.
0: Now, my beef with this is he's not telling all the truth as well. So because then he puts five thirty post workout meal. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. Six o'clock shower. Okay, but then seven thirty is golf. So from six to seven thirty, you're showering. I think you're bullshit. Yeah. Okay, and then seven thirty to eight is golf. Who who can golf in thirty minutes?
1: Yeah, you're and what do you on. have golf on your property, like what yeah. are you talking about? Yeah,
0: yeah, you just to hit it and walk after the ball is going to take twelve minutes right there. Yeah. Once, get out of here.
1: Well, and and so, yeah, and unless you have a full size golf course on your property, I'm assuming you've got to get there.
0: The only thing I can think of is maybe he has one of those digital things in his basement and he's just hitting the balls that way. And
1: how many times are you on location? Right. Right. Like, yeah.
0: Well, this is what he says when he's not shooting a movie. That's what he's saying. Mm -hmm. So then 730 to eight is golf, eight o'clock snack. And then again, eight to 930, not accounted for except for snack. Then it says 930 cryo chamber recovery. Get the fuck out of here. You're doing that every day. You're full of shit. That's not even needed. Anyhow, ten thirty AM snack. Eleven is uh, family time, meetings, work calls. I'll give you that. One o'clock lunch. So from eleven to one is family time. That makes sense, right? Two o'clock meetings, work calls. Okay, that so goes for an nobody's hour. Nobody's
1: having lunch eleven hours after they woke up, but okay.
0: Yeah, well, he's already ate twice. Remember, yeah, right? So it's
1: not lunch either. Can we? Yeah. Like, what do you? All right.
0: Yeah. Uh, Two o'clock meetings, work. Three o'clock pick up kids from school, three 30 snack four o'clock second workout, which just feels excessive. Your muscles haven't even fucking recovered from the first workout and your cryo thing has just fucking re- like put them basically to mush. So you're not even really working. Yeah, it what out.
1: was the point of the cryo thing too? If you're going to do another workout afterwards, I thought it was supposed to be for like a muscle recovery re-
0: recovery. Yeah. Right. Dumb shit. And then, uh, five o'clock shower, Five thirty PM dinner, family time. And then seven 30 goes to bed.
1: Why would you go to bed at seven? Like why? And why wake up at two thirty?
0: If to go to bed bed at seven thirty,
1: like why wouldn't you just skew that to like four thirty to nine thirty? Right? Like whatever. The hardest people wake up the
0: earliest. Shut up. Shut up. And yeah, you're telling me you're such a big boxing and fight fan. Well, guess what? Those fights start at nine o'clock at night. So you're either you're either watching it and you've lied about your schedule, or you're not a fan and you've been sleeping through all of this stuff. Get out of here, Mark Wahlberg, you good-looking asshole. I
1: bet his asshole looks good. All right, let's. <laughs>
0: I bet you he has an asshole. You know those like uh, it, it, Vince McMahon made him famous, where you get like a uh, your ass waxed.
1: Oh, an Asshole, an right?
0: <laughs> an Asshole,
1: right? Yeah, instead of a facial, you getting an asshole yep right all right
0: and with that let's talk about (laughs) hell in a cell
1: am i leaving all that in (laughs) let's leave it in all right hell in a cell hell in a cell is this sunday on the wwe network which you can get for free if you're not already a subscriber do that let's run it down tom what what do you expect yeah, anything like cool like before? Drive-by. Right. Yeah. What well, do you think? Anything cool is going to happen before we get into the individual matches in our picks?
0: Do I think anything cool? I think, think there's going to...
1: breaking gonna- anything like that? Anything really neat of note?
0: I think what we'll leave talking about is some major spot that happened between Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman in the Hell in the Cell, especially with Mick Foley as a special guest referee.
1: Right, because it's the... What, 20 year?
0: Yeah. Or it was 20 year,
1: right? Yeah.
0: So Braun Strowman, hell, he could throw Mick Foley off the damn top of the cage Mm -hmm. again.
1: Yeah. Uh, You never know. Uh, He'd sign up to do it, I'm sure. Uh, (laughs) Maybe not now. Now he's got his own money from his writing and stuff. Why not do it now? Yeah, I think you're right. Let's just get into it. Let's start with the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. The New Day versus Rusev Day. And I think Rusev Day is winning this so they can continue what you're talking about, right? The I don't think they're going to pull the trigger on the Rusev Day split yet. I think they want to if, – if they're smart, they don't do it yet because there's still more story to tell. Definitely. Uh, you know, so I, I want to go with – unless – Unless you get one of those where a – no, I'm going to change that. New Day's going to win because there was – even though Aiden English is on the good side now, he does some slight thing that costs them a match, but he was trying, right? Like he Mm -hmm. was trying to do something right. It just didn't work out, and Rusev's kind of like, okay, I get it. You know what I mean? Like that makes sense, but still, why were you trying this, right? Those kind of things, right? That's where I think it's going to go. So I'll pick New Day to win.
0: Yeah, I got New Day, and I think it's Lana does something. Lana either on accident screws up Aiden English, Aiden English messes up, Rusev thinks it's Aiden English's fault when it's really Lana's fault, something like that. But I got New Day because I think just the New Day, right? I think they might just hold on to it until the Usos get a re-push, or maybe when the Bludgeon Brothers come back and just be like, oh, you forgot about us? we taking these back, you know, something like that. Bludgeon
1: you, yeah, right. All right, Raw Tag Team Championships – Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre against Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. I really don't want them to give this to Seth Rollins Wait. and Dean Ambrose. Huh. Th-
0: this is a ma- – I missed this. This is a match? This is what's so on the-
1: WWE.com right now on the Hell in a Cell preview.
0: So the Intercontinental Champion yep. doesn't have a singles match. Right. Instead, let's let's try to get more titles in a who cares storyline. Which is what, what they're going to the- do.
1: I feel like that's what they're going to do. I'm going to go ahead and pick it. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose win the titles.
0: No, I've got. I'm. I'm sticking with Dolph, and uh, I was sticking with Dolph and Drew with the payoff, not on Sunday night, but in the future, an Intercontinental Championship match between Dean so and Seth.
1: Baron Corbin somehow messes this up for the Shield. That continues the whole, right. you know, uh, tension between. Baron Corbin being the authority and the Shield.
0: Yeah, and then the Shield goes, Hey, uh, you know, you four versus us four. And they're like, Well, who's your fourth member? And it's like the honorary shield member. And Kurt Angle comes back and he's dressed like the Shield again. And then you got the extended Shield versus those guys. Yeah. At Survivor series. Yeah, yeah. Damn, I just booked that.
1: Yeah. I <laughs> like it. Good. Higher T Mac. And then we've got a Hell in a Cell match: Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton.
0: Yeah, why?
1: Yeah, why? Can we pick why?
0: I mean, because Nakamura is the champion, so why do the
1: why? Well, because Randy Orton once... says he's going after everybody that the crowd holds in high esteem and dear, and is their darlings, right?
0: Well, then go after AJ.
1: Yeah, well, maybe he's next. Maybe he's got to get yeah. to Jeff Hardy. So I'm going to go with Randy Orton, brutalizes Jeff Hardy somehow and wins this in a dirty tactics. Doesn't this new even have version. Well, no. Um, it's this new version <laughs> of the legend killer, right? It's not the yeah. legends I'm killing. It's all the, yay, the bubblegum fan favorite.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'll go Randy Orton too. But Nakamura doesn't have a match.
1: Correct. At least that's listed right now. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Could be on the uh, kickoff show. What in
0: the hell, guys? Yeah, Yeah. and you don't even include him in it, right? You could have at least made Nakamura the special guest referee.
1: Timekeeper. Good. Uh, Yeah. The ring announcer. should have made him the ring announcer. All right. (laughs) Him and then Andrade Almas guest ring announcers. Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. Um,
0: I'll go. Yeah. It's Ms. Maurice. You got to keep going. Pour. I don't think you're going to. Yeah. Pour more fuel on the fire. Oh, I wish they would.
1: I hope they do, but I don't think they're going to. I'm going to pick Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella and we get the yes chance here.
0: Nope. Well, but I'm still going. Ah, no, because then that makes sense. Because then Daniel Bryan's like, we beat you. And Miz says, well, you actually never beat me. And then that's how you get their one-on-one match again. But shit, it would be so much more entertaining if you just made Daniel Bryan just lose his shit. Way to go, WWE, to take the hottest wrestler in the past five years and just make him feel like a regular fucking wrestler. Good God. Anyhow, side note, that was that. Um, I'm going... No, I'm going Ms. and Maurice. No, I'm going. Yeah, no. Okay. I was going to go non-finish. I was going to go like a DQ or like disqualification. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll go DQ.
1: DQ. Well, what you could get is something like that where it's a non-finish where one of the wives gets somehow accidentally injured by the other male. And then that increases the feud beyond there, right? Where Daniel Bryan could accidentally hurt Maurice, right? So then. It's a little bit of a gray area, right? The baby face did the bad thing, albeit accidentally. And now the Miz has be, full justification to defend his wife's honor.
0: Yeah, that would be cool. Right. But they'll probably do what the Miz
1: beats, you know, right. somehow hurts. back. by accident, right?
0: Yeah, and then Daniel Bryan grabs a chair, gets himself disqualified. Miz and Maurice win, but we get a yes chant. That's what right. I'm going with
1: right there. Okay, perfect. All right, SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. And I don't know how to pick this one because I feel like they've got to continue it, right? It's too hot. She's on fire being Becky Lynch. Um, but I don't know the best way to continue it, right? If I'm booking this, I don't know the best way to continue it. Becky Lynch somehow beats Charlotte Flair in a way that makes Charlotte go, no, I'm justified to, that I get this rematch and blah, blah, blah. Or Charlotte Flair still wins it somehow through a sneaky quasi almost cheating tactic right and then Mm -hmm. Becky Lynch can go again like you know what I mean like oh the big bad Charlotte Flair had to, right that kind of thing I don't know I don't know which way I want to go with this one yet
0: by the way uh the night that we're recording uh September 12th 2018 uh Ric Flair got married for a fifth time tonight are you for real (laughs) (laughs) yep So congratulations oh, to Ric Flair!
1: Congratulations, fifth time's a charm. Yep. Maybe. <laughs> uh. Anyhow, yeah, we'll see. Uh.
0: Anyhow, so uh, I got Becky Lynch, and I think we almost go, just full ass kicking.
1: Yeah, but I don't know, man. If she doesn't win it, can you imagine how the crowd's gonna, you know, the heat? They may go for the heat play here. They they recognize that Becky Lynch is getting cheered in this, right? And that and they're oh, yeah. trying to 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 curb it where they can but they're also not putting the brakes on it because of it, right? So mm-hmm. maybe they i they'd be smart to just roll with it. Give us Charlotte in a somehow dirty, you know, almost dirty, like what's a what's a you you kind of cheated but you re, you know what I mean? Like it was technically in the rules kind of thing. Or you right. just grab the tights. Or you without grab the, the ref looking at it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, just do something where the crowd's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Right. You guys are dumb, right? Like, get them mad about it, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go oh, with Charlotte just- Flair. I'm going to go with Charlotte Flair Retains.
0: Or, or even better, you have Charlotte get the pinfall, but Becky Lynch has her foot on the rope, but the ref never sees it, never so sees he counts it. the threes. Yeah, He counts the three,
1: and then Becky's right. like, I didn't lose. Both shoulders pinned, but Becky actually got her shoulder up, but the ref yeah. didn't see it.
0: Right, Right. something like that. Right. But I'm still Becky Lynch. I still think Becky Lynch will stand over a broken body of Charlotte, and then that's when we get the baby face oh, my God, this shit is serious. Uh, And then Charlotte goes back.
1: You got Charlotte Flair pins Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch's foot (laughs) was on the ropes, and the ref didn't see it. And Charlotte Flair was using the ropes for leverage, and the ref didn't see it. Eh? That'd be a little bit much. Eh? But yeah, I don't Eh? know. Both feet on the ropes. Ref didn't see it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Raw Women's Championship Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss and Ronda Rousey's winning this. I don't even know why we're doing this. Everybody knows this. They're not taking that off of her now. You don't think? No.
0: What about a nat what about a natty turn? Ooh,
1: a natty turn, huh?
0: Yeah, nah. says I don't tired of carrying your ass. Yeah, they'll wait for Yeah, because then that.
1: you know like yeah, then they'd go on without the title and I think they want Ronda Rousey making the the media tour with this still a little bit longer
0: yeah all right then i'm going that too all right
1: wwe championship aj styles samoa joe man i feel like it's aj styles has had this for a really long time and samoa joe is red hot right now with what he's doing but i still feel like they're just gonna keep the aj styles train rolling
0: god dang it if this was paul Heyman writing you'd have fucking wendy turn on aj And then Samoa Joe gets the win. That's yeah, the his shit that daughter we fucking slaps love. Him,
1: you know? What I mean? Yeah. Like, yes.
0: Oh god! Remember when Sandman's son did the Raven uh, cross thing to him uh, when I, like because if- Sandman was on his knees and he's like, "Come here, son. Come mm-hmm, here." And right. the, and then Raven hit. Raven jumped the gun and hit Sandman in the back of the head with the kendo stick. But then Ra- uh, Sandman's son did the like. Tilted yep. head back, cross thing. God, that yep. was so cool. Yeah. Um, Man, that would have been so cool if we get something like that. But it won't. I got Samoa Joe, though. I still think Samoa Joe somehow cheats to win. I think that's what – and then AJ's really pissed. And then Samoa Joe comes out on Tuesday night and is like, Wendy, you were great on Sunday. You know, something like that.
1: See, the only way I see that is if Vince McMahon has bought into Samoa Joe's promo ability. Because otherwise, I don't see him putting the WWE Championship on Samoa Joe. He's just not his kind of guy.
0: Well, the WWE Championship isn't the Universal Championship. You know what I mean? If it was Samoa Joe is the Universal Championship, I would agree. But the WWE Championship is now just a glorified Intercontinental Championship. It's
1: weird, because that's their—that's the one that holds the lineage of the I actual know. WWE nah. That's so weird. Nah, it doesn't so make
0: weird. any sense, but... Uh, so, yeah, I got Samoa Joe. I think Samoa Joe. Just for uh, freshen things up, give AJ a renewed get-after-it kind of feeling.
1: Okay. All right. Then the Universal Championship. Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, Hell in a Cell, Mick Foley, Roman. special guest referee. It is totally Roman Reigns.
0: Way, way to give the money in the bank uh, to a guy that's
1: going to lose. Way, maybe not, though. Maybe yeah. I might get a Braun Strowman with it. No. And then the shield has reason to keep chasing him down and try to get it back. No, you're wrong. Yeah, I'm going to go with Bronstrom. Braun Strowman. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Right. Because that
0: would be cool because then they would have all the titles on Raw. What? What? Because then they would have all the titles on Raw. So the Dolphin uh, Drew are the tag team champions, and then Braun wins, and he's the Universal Champion. So they're they're the three most powerful
1: men in the. Those three guys have all the titles, right? Yeah. Yeah, You were saying they have all the titles on Raw. I was like, well, they've got titles on SmackDown too. I didn't get what you were saying. Like those three people have all the titles of Raw. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think yeah. this is going to be the most exciting show. There's definitely some elements where they could surprise us and, you know, change our minds. Uh, but I think this is going to be the, oh, my God, do you remember the moment when fill in the blank? Yeah, happened.
1: we're going to get a few moments that are maybe borderline a little violent and stuff that they wouldn't show on, like, the network TV. Because I did notice that when they did Extreme Rules. They got a little more than they would in the PG era with mm-hmm. on on network television. Because it is the network, and they can do what they want on there, right? So, uh, we may get a little bit of that where we're like, ooh, I didn't think WWE would do that, right? So right. I didn't think they'd set them on fire, right? That kind of stuff. So <laughs> Maybe there's something like that. I don't know. Overall, yeah, not a terrible card of matches. Um, some definite good storylines, mostly from the SmackDown side, but eh, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens this Sunday on Hell in a Cell. Anything else? No, I think I'm good. All right, then we will take a break. We'll come back and talk about our favorite things of the week when we come back to the Spanish Announce Table. Fun
0: fact, Mickey James is the only wrestler to win PWI's Woman of the Year while competing for two different companies.
1: This is, this is Rob, Rob Schamberger, the Artist, Artist Champions, Champions, and you're, you're listening, listening to the, to the Spanish, Spanish Announce table. table. All right, man. Wh- which one of us is going first here? Favorite thing of the week. I'll go first. And my favorite thing of the week is promos right and we got a little bit of this two weeks ago and now we got more of it this week we had a triple h we had a mick foley but the samoa joe if you're gonna call it a promo a little bit more of a vignette but mm-hmm. it's it's this idea of something that i feel is a bit of a lost art in this ever talked about thing where they give them this over um scripted speeches and stuff it they're they just seem to be missing on the ability to draw an emotion out of the viewers and that's what Samoa Joe did amazingly well with this bedtime story now he's been running with the same shtick the whole night night AJ thing has been the same thing so if you if I told you on paper he's gonna come out and do it again you would have said oh man he's gonna make reference to that again but he hit a home run with it it was even better Mm -hmm. than anything he's already done uh just really first of all a well-written uh, you know what I mean? Nursery rhyme, as it were, with, mm-hmm. the, with the vignettes of the story and just the way Samoa Joe delivers it. And that's something where we kind of hit on with the Michael's Undertaker thing and where Triple H was always good at what he does and where Mick Foley knows how to do it. It's the timing. It's the delivery. It's the the emphasis behind the right words, right? It's the pausing when necessary. How do we get – how is that not – better instructed and trained and learned to these guys now. I mean, like, and and is there guys with that, that we're just not highlighting? Like, where's the breakdown here?
0: That's a good question. I don't know. But what I also like about with these recent promos is the relatability, right? Like it's, it's relate. You're, you can relate to AJ styles being pissed off at Samoa Joe because Samoa Joe is saying things that would make you mad if you were in AJ styles position. Right. It's the exact opposite of Jeff Hardy talking about, I'm going to go to hell and back. What? No one knows what that means. You're just speaking out of your ass, right? right? You're just speaking to fill time. Where when Undertaker says, you know, you didn't retire, or you're not staying retired out of respect, you're staying retired out of fear, Well, that's a relatable thing. No, I'm not. You know, I'm doing – like you can relate to what they're saying. And there's raw emotions because you know either what they've been through or you've been through it as well. Even going back to last week when they did the split promo between Charlotte and Becky Lynch. And Becky Lynch was like, screw you, you – you know, silver spoon bitch, you know, like, yeah, we all know who that woman is. And we've all felt like Becky Lynch, even though Becky Lynch is the heel. And on the other end, we've all felt like Charlotte and Becky Lynch is being just a selfish bitch. You know what I
1: mean? I even like triple H's aspect of the whole, like, well, uh, when you're a prize fighter of this level, people's predictions shouldn't mean anything to you. Why did you show up here? Like that was a believable thing too. Like you're like, Really? This bothered you that much? You nerd? Like, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be a badass. And you care yeah, about exactly. what Shawn Michaels was saying? Right.
0: Right. And uh, that's the other thing, right? So when Triple H says something, because we've been invested in his career, when he says, like, I'm at a different level than everyone else, we go, well, yeah, because look yeah. at your stature within the company, your matches, you know, and again, strictly speaking from a, a storyline perspective, you know, so it has some clout, it has some weight, but I think why these these promos have been hitting home runs lately is because it's the relatability, it's the believability, and it's the time. They're not going out there saying, "Oh fuck, okay, I got ten lines, ten lines. I got to say mm-hmm. one. Okay, there's two. It's just they're going now. The Samoa Joe thing and even the AJ Styles thing were, you know edited and scripted and uh you know in samoa joe's bedtime story there was even sound bites uh brought in from samoa samoa joe and aj styles from previous weeks so it had a little bit more than just your average promo but still it was something that you could believe into and you would also get pissed for you you would be pissed if samoa joe's like hey I'm going to beat your ass and then look at this picture. It's me with your wife and kids. Yeah. Like you would be pissed off. Right. And so that's why it's like, well yeah, screw that guy. And that's awesome because I want to hate someone. It's someone who you love to hate. And right now Samoa Joe is doing awesome at that.
1: Yeah. Definitely. I, and there are guys currently outside of, you know, the the Triple H's and the Mick Foley's and the Shawn Michaels and then Undertaker's. Tommaso the Ciampa. Yeah, Ciampa's there. Kevin Owens gives a really good promo. This week is just it was a weird concept and storyline, so it was hard to get behind. But Right, but he did it well. Right. When he gave that one against Goldberg uh a few mm-hmm. months, back, or whatever, a year ago maybe or more now that when you know, when he was like, Hey, you know what I mean? Like basically like I got nothing to lose here kind of promo. Like I don't give a crap who you are, kind of, you know, like uh that thing was was good. So it's there but yeah I don't feel like they cultivate it enough now not to get too negative obviously you know we want to try to stay positive and it was amazing the stuff that we saw this week which is kind of reinvigorated me because that's the thing like yeah uh, everybody likes something a little different about wrestling but it's the emotionality and the storylines that ever hooked me right it gave right. me something to care about and I could watch An hour long, two hour long show that's mostly promos, knowing that the wrestling payoff comes at the pay per view, right? The big thing, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I feel like there should be more focus on those during these weekly shows where you're telling me the story to get me to buy into the match as opposed to we've had seven matches each week leading up to the match. Well, man, I don't, you know. Yeah, I've already seen it. Seen it, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Uh, what was yours?
0: Well, going on to what you were saying about Kevin Owens, I thought it was great because, yeah, he did amazing by, even though it didn't make sense, I believe that. uh,
1: Well, he just doesn't know what he's thinking right now. He's crazy. He's out of his gorge. He's trying to latch onto something, trying to blame people for his problems.
0: Right, and it seemed like that was his emotion. So it made sense for him to say that. Now, again, I didn't get why Bobby Lashley did what he did, but that was my favorite thing of the week because I felt like this is now the best way to present Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley has marbles in his mouth. He can't talk. He forgot the words to a song he was supposed to sing with Elias. He just doesn't do that very well, but he looks like a million dollars, even at like 102 years old or however old he is. He still looks like a million dollars and Leo rush to play along with the AOP and Drake Maverick thing. Leo rush is a miniature You know, 10 pound version of Bobby Lashley. So, of course, you want to beat up Leo Rush, but you're not going to do it because he's standing behind Bobby Lashley, Right. right? right? And so there it goes. Now, again, you could go babyface and you could make Leo Rush sing all the praises of Bobby Lashley, his MMA career, his ECW championship, his win over Roman Reigns. Like, you could go that way. And then we're like, hell yeah. I forgot well, Bobby Lashley
1: is that dude. And the more Leo Rush we get, the more chance we get to see Topanga in the crowd because she's a huge Leo Rush fan. If you follow her on that's social weird. media, that's weird. Yeah, I know and that's weird. I'm all for that, right? Like, right. The more we can see of her in the crowd, the better.
0: Well, and the more we get of Leo Rush, maybe the more we believe into him, and so then we can get a match right. uh, uh, between him and I don't know Drake Maverick or you know whoever. Be
1: Ashley down the road, right? They could do yeah, that Godver- angle.
0: Yeah, but I just like that this is how you present Bobby Lashley. You know, you have him... Probably at a good contract, and this is outside of the wrestling world or outside of the storyline. But you probably have him at a good contract because he didn't sign on for peanuts, you know. Uh, so you have to justify that. And this is the absolute best way because everyone wants to look like Bobby Lashley. And yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Like he has muscles on top of muscles. He looks like an action figure. Mm-hmm. He moves and jumps around like a mm-hmm. lightweight, but he hits like a
1: heavyweight. A stare so that like looks like he can't move his eyeballs. All of that.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's the man, like he looks like the man. And so we need someone charismatic to tell you that he's the man. It's great also that it wasn't Paul Heyman, right? Paul Heyman's 106 years old as well. Like Mm -hmm. we don't need another. And how
1: great would it be now? It doesn't feel like Bobby Lashley would break bread and be led around by a guy like Paul Heyman.
0: Well, I mean, maybe, but it, yeah, I get what you're saying. It right. just for me, it's just new blood being introduced. Because let's just say Bobby Lashley goes babyface with Leo Rush, and Leo Rush does go with this whole, uh, you know, look at what this guy's done in his career. He does great things in the community, and it's not corny, and we buy into it. It's awesome big brother, little brother, we love this Leo Rush, Bobby Lashley thing, right? So then, after Daniel Cormier just beats the fucking brakes off of Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar never wants to fight again because he shouldn't do this fight, he comes back to WWE with his tail between his legs. How much fun would a Brock Lesnar Bobby Lashley match be that's being promoted by Leo Rush and Paul Heyman? Yes, gosh, that
1: could be great.
0: You know what I mean? It's the now again, I don't know how exactly how great Leo Rush is on the promo, but he seems like he knows that he thinks he is.
1: You know what I'm saying? He, well, and I mean he's got a, it, it. You could tell. Granted, he had time to practice what he was going to say here and do it, but you could tell he's got a rap to him, right? Like he's right, got. That's what I'm saying he. This is not his first rodeo in getting out there and spitting some some lines to folks.
0: Well, yeah, if you ask him, is he good? He's gonna tell you yes. And that's what the most important right. thing is, I believe, well, in cutting and the promo.
1: He's gonna take five minutes to tell you yes, and that's what you want too in a guy who's right. gonna cut your promos, right.
0: And to to go back to the singular moment where they kind of bought into each other, I, I like when Bobby Lashley looked at him, he's like, What are you doing? Right. And Leo Rush is like Hey man, like I'm just trying. And then right. Bobby Lash is like, all right, well then keep
1: on trying. Man, like, man. Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. It was that big brother, little brother thing. Again, something, even if you're an only child, that you at least can relate to. You can show Okay, I you, you you can see a little bit of where they're going now. If you have brothers and sisters, then you're easily yeah. relatable to what's going on. Well, another and thing that's they, what I like.
1: they did too is what Theo mentioned. He says, "I'm very at Theo seventy five on Twitter. Says I'm very surprised that Leo Rush did not fly across the gym after Bobby Lashley patted him on the back. Bobby must have great control of his strength." Hashtag tweet the table. That was a good touch too. It showed like. He's like my man. is like, oh, like you see the discernible physicality difference between these two, which even leaves that open, right? Let's say they have a great working relationship moving forward, and he's his manager, or his hype man, or whatever. When that goes sour, that little man, big man story can be told there too. And all you got to do is heart back to little things like that. Like he should always be a little over aggressive on his congratulatory slaps on the backs or the whatever, right? When he tosses him something, it takes him back a little or whatever, right? Like I, I feel like that's something they should stick with.
0: Yeah, if they, you know, if on Monday night Bobby Lashley beats I don't know Kurt uh, Hawkins, right. right? Leo Rush should get in the ring, they should do a chest bump and it should knock Leo Rush back right. out of the ring The fist bump know?
1: hurts his hand, right? Like, yeah, yeah he like has
0: yeah, and then later in the night, as they're leaving, they're like, "So, what do you guys think about this partnership?" Leo Rush has a cast yeah, on, like his a hands. soft cast, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> right. His, his, his wrist is taped up, right? Just little things yeah, like that, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that it. a lot.
0: It's my favorite thing, of week. yeah, it's my favorite thing of the week. I think it was awesome. Again, I've been saying this since his days in TNA when it was MVP just hyping up Bobby Lashley, and you go, "Yeah, this is the shit right here. This guy is awesome." This is what we're doing in WWE, so it's going to be on a much bigger, grander, uh, more controlled uh, storyline, and I love it. I can't wait. That's my favorite thing of the week.
1: All right, man. Uh, gosh, we got Hell in a Cell coming up. This week was was not terrible. Uh, leading into Hell in a Cell, decent decent go-home show, especially for SmackDown, a really good one. SmackDown so, was really
0: good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I'm excited for that. And, um, man. I don't even know where else to go with this, man. We'll just we'll just call it, huh? We'll just end the show.
0: Sounds good. Let's end it right there.
1: All right, we will be back next week with more Spanish Announce Table.
0: Fun fact, the Dudley boys were in TNA longer than any other promotion they spent time in. The Spanish Announce Table.